guys, welcome back to another episode of Detroit Dirt Talk. In the studio today, we have myself, Tom, and me, Tim. Tom and Tim. Yeah, that's it. We're, it's another one of these episodes. We're just vibing in here. We, we haven't done one of these in a long time, where it's just like not. Me and you just uh, shooting the shit. There, I think yeah. we, we have two or three of them in in our uh, our history, but uh, it's been a while. Actually, yeah. you know, like they're usually pretty well received. So honestly, I think we were at the uh, studio for the last one. Oh, rip. Yeah, F. <laughs> Big F. That feels bad. But uh, so, what do you what have you been doing recently? I know you uh, you haven't been on the last couple episodes. I've been uh been attempting to graduate from college. Yeah, you pulling your hair out every time I talk to you. Yeah, it's it's been a trip. I could, I remember. I was, like, it hasn't even been like that. It's just been graduating. It's it's stressful. Like yeah, every time you think you've got everything lined up, something else pops up. Like I was like weeks away from graduating and they came back and said that i was one credit short and i was like oh wow how do i get to this point and you tell me i'm one credit short and and the real stinker of it was i had dropped basketball band as a credit because at eastern you get paid for doing basketball band as well so i was like well why am i going to pay to be in basketball band just for them to pay me i'll drop it as the credit because i thought i was going to have enough and uh, and so i had to go to the um uh, the admin person at at the band office and, and she worked some magic and got me back enrolled so that I had just enough credits. I mean, it was like, um, like it was, it was just, I had a big paper and it like, that's what my summer was culminating towards. Yeah. And so I, like, I guess it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. It was just kind of obnoxious. I always hated writing papers like that. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, my major was psychology and I took Ooh, that's a lot of papers. Well, and so I took behavioral psychology one semester and like got to the first class and, and the professor's talk. And I was like, this sounds pretty interesting. And then he's like, OK, and then uh, at the end of the semester, you're going to have to write a 50 page paper. And I was like, yeah, oh, walked out of class, got, remember, got on my phone and immediately dropped the class. Do you remember last semester when I had to write when I ended up writing like a hundred and forty three page paper? Uh, yes, that was that was quite literally hell. Yeah. It's not a good time. And yeah, I had undiagnosed ADHD at the time or ADD, not hyperactive. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was writing papers, things like that was just an absolute nightmare. Yeah. You know, quite honestly, they, they just suck in general. Yeah. But you know, like I had my, I had one of my classmates read over my paper. I had my dad. They're both just like, this is good. Like it's got the content. It checks the boxes. And I figure, hey, it's my last class. Like there's no way this guy's going to fail me. Like I, I wrote the paper. I put an effort to do so. Like there's no way he's going to fail me. So we'll, we'll see if I fail. <laughs> it's going to really suck if I do. Nah, I'm sure you'll be fine. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll be fine. And I've been traveling a lot. I've, I've been doing a lot, not necessarily just like leisure. I did spend a few days, uh, up in Lexington. Um, my parents, Lexington's cute. yeah, it's a nice area. Like my parents always have rented a cottage on Peely Island. And I, I know I've talked about that on the show in the past, but obviously because of COVID, um, the borders are just now starting to open. So the last couple of years, um, they've rented this cottage up in Lexington and we always work it. So like I take my family up and we spend a few days at the cottage with my parents. And then the day we're going to leave, my sister comes up in the morning and then we leave in the evening. So then we get one day with like the entire family and then she stays a few days after we leave. So I spent a few days up there, got back immediately turned around and went to summer camp. Um, Sebastian's first summer camp, even though he's been a scout for two years now, almost three. Um, and that was, 
an experience. Summer camp is always something. I I tell you what, I had a blast. Um, it was great, you know, being back in that because you know I I did it all through you know my youth, and I even went to several summer camps as an adult when I went back and volunteered with my old troop um, after I got out of college. Um, but actually being there as support for my son really changed my it's perspective. Just a, just a different piece. It did. Cause like, you know, you, you want to be there and, and nurture them and guide them. But at the same time, I had to really like try and make myself, you know, distance myself so that a, he could be his own person and B like, I'm not teaching him to always rely on me. And I think he did pretty darn good. He ended up yeah. getting both of the merit badges that he went out for. He got camping and he got game design and he got yeah, a, it's a standard one. I'm a fan of that one. Which one? Camping. Yeah. And honestly, a lot of the Eagle required merit badges have changed a lot since I was really. Eagle. So like, let me see these. Let me see if they've changed since I got, we so got my Eagle. Look at cooking. Cooking blew my oh, yeah. mind. So cooking changed. Uh, cooking became required the year I got my Eagle. So yeah. I had to go back and get it. Yeah. So when I earned cooking, it was, it wasn't quite a gimme, but, um, it, uh, it, it, it wasn't a hard one to get. Like you could go to camp as a first year kid and earn it. Like you had to cook a couple no, of things. Cooking, there's so many prereqs for this. Yeah. Well, and one of the things is you have to cook like 20 meals. Yeah. So that's why it is always, you either come with all your prereqs done or you, um, um, you end up with a partial merit badge at the end of camp. Yeah. But uh, I was I was impressed because Sebastian, he did everything that he needed to um, get camping merit badge. And then uh, he also did game design. Um, he and the senior patrol leader were in that class together, and they designed this uh, labyrinth-style board game where your guide ends up being the big bad boss at the end or something. I'd have to ask him about it again. Um, and then he completed a bunch of uh, requirements towards first class. And uh, all in all, like he just he really kind of came out of his shell some, like because he was the oldest kid that was going to the first year program because he was two years older than them. He kind of became the de facto leader, and it was just it was interesting, and it, it was it was really cool to watch. You know, just kind of sitting in my hammock, editing the podcast, watching him. You know, hey kids, time to go to uh, the merit badge, or time to go to uh, they call it Pathfinder. His name so. So that was really cool up until Friday night, Thursday night, Thursday night. And we got a torrential downpour and I found out that the really nice 12 man tent that my old boss had given me leaks. I woke up Friday morning in a pond. So that tent got thrown out as soon as we got home and I ordered a brand new Coleman 10 person tent because we're going family camping. Oh, did you guys not have platform tents? So those were an option um, and some people use them, but... uh, they only gave us enough for um, one tent per two people, and a lot of people yeah. still wanted to be on their own. Um, and some some people did like buddy up, um, but uh, like Sebastian stayed in his own little tent, and then I I wanted to be able to stand up, so I brought our big family tent, and that ended up being a mistake. So, but uh, on the plus side, scout related, um, you know, our other assistant scoutmaster Dan, the one that I've been talking about, uh, who uh, found us the venue for starting Z13 backup has really gotten into the hobby like full force. Um, I stopped. Yeah, he, he dove right in. Like I stopped at his house yesterday. Um, 
to drop off some uh, attachments and uh, give him his Nexus back because I had pulled it apart. Um, th something didn't get installed right when he was putting the kit in. I told him I'd look it over, figured that out. And then uh, he had just gotten a Mark Darts on Pro Mark II in, so we were chatting about that a little bit, and he showed me all the different stuff. You know, he's got a huge bin that is just full of, like, magazines and darts and, and blasters that he's uh, picked up collections, He uh, and he's picking up good stuff. Like, he's got a, a sledge fire and a sling fire. He picked up an Artemis somewhere. Um, he's got a lot of, like, modding potential. Yeah, he's got he's got quite a bit of stuff that has good modding potential, and, like, he's picked some good first projects. Like, his first real project was uh, the Nexus. You know, he bought the worker kit. Um, and he ambitiously took on doing a spray paint hydro dip on it, which I think turned out pretty good. Um, so he picked up the, um, uh, oh, what's the new dart zone Tomahawk. He picked up the Tomahawk 60. Oh, okay. And he's been playing around with that. So, um, luckily I've, you know, he's, he's getting in with a group of people that, you know, already, um, are in it. So we can kind of steer you can kind of ride on our coattails. Yeah, well, yeah, and like when I first got into it, I didn't meet anybody for probably, you know, I didn't meet the SDNC for almost a year. I was kind of yeah. I mean, for the most part, we when we got into the hobby, we were doing it on our own. Yeah, and like you know, my collection was uh, you know spoke to that. I had a ton of crap that just you know was crap and had no no potential for our hobby at all. It wasn't even really fun. It was just. Oh, here's a lot on eBay that sounds like it's a good price. Let me get this. Oh, it's it's six recon Mark Ones without the barrel or stock, uh, type stuff. So I've tried to steer him away from that a little bit. But uh, it it's exciting to see fresh blood getting into it, especially because I think our hobby has really suffered um, because of COVID. Yeah, it's 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 nice to see that the hobby you know, like still is able to bring new people in. And and hopefully this partnership with. Um, revolution laser tag will bring even more in um, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it it should be a good should be a good place to check out yeah so that's right because you weren't at the last z13 no i i think i was was that the wedding was i had a wedding for that yeah one? i think you did yeah so um we've got some fun stuff coming up for the next z13 um you know we, we are learning and evolving and and we're kind of talking about this in this little mini episode uh because adam hasn't joined yet and so he'll be surprised by some of this stuff although some of the stuff i'm about to talk about he's he's seen like um you know we talked about on the last episode how we did the point system for picking up darts so adam designed this really cool actually designed two different versions um it's a, a credit coin so instead of having to use a Sharpie and write it on the bags, we'll be able to hand out credit coins, um, you know, when people turn in a bag of darts. And then that way they can actually even save them for a future event if they don't spend it, um, which could bite me in the ass because we'll watch, walk into Z13 and both sides will immediately have a demon and a BFG. <laughs> but Boy, I'll save up so everyone gets a BFG. <laughs> there you go. Although I only have one. And I have a new BFG. Um, oh. So last time we used, uh, I have that... Uh, that snowball crossbow crossbow that I was talking about. Yeah. Uh, I got something that's more along the lines of what Youngstown uses with that throwing rock. Um, I found a stuffed log at summer camp. So we have a log that uh, people can throw at the specials. Forgot about that one. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Should be a good time. If anybody sings the Ren and Simpy song, I'll, uh, I'll give them a, a one credit discount one, one time. They got to sing the full song then. <laughs> hey, that's some good money. Yeah. Um, what else we got going on? So I had announced the playlist was going to be uh, 
zombie death match. Uh, we're going to do demolition this time, and we're going to do uh, BFC. And BFC will just run like we always did, but uh, we don't have the barrels or the pillars like we always did at Dark Club. So I kind of needed something to help designate where the charges need to be placed for demolition. So I went up to Five Below, which is becoming one of my favorite stores. And uh, I bought little, like, toddler hula hoops so uh, we can place those down. And I I went up there with the boys to pay the deposit uh, last week and, and played a match, uh, which I completely dominated everybody that was in there. It was kind of sad because there was a kid's birthday party and then some of their, like, regulars. And... Uh, the kid's birthday party and the adults would just like clump up in a window and then I'd tag them all and then they wouldn't move. So they'd come back up again and I'd tag them again. I had like a 36% accuracy rate and like twice the score of anybody else that was playing. It was sad. But uh, while I was playing, I was also scouting for spots to put these hula hoops for the um, the demolition charges. So I've got, I've got at least three good spots that I know I want to put them and then uh, I'll have to find the fourth one probably somewhere on the upper level or something but uh, i'm looking forward to seeing how that one plays out because uh you know like we I don't, you uh you weren't on the last episode but we talked about how like being so close quarters and 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 such a tight packed maze really changes the gameplay like um you know we did vip escort and that was always kind of a crapshoot like it would either um there was too much space and everybody spread out or there wasn't enough space or you'd get roadblocked in a doorway because all of the zombies would just like camp the the doorway well none of that really happens uh now in the the laser tag arena but there's so many like sharp turns and corners and windows and stuff there were several times where a zombie just popped out of the window and and got the vip so uh, that made for some really interesting play so i'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how seeing how the spacing really works out because you know like I, i haven't seen the arena obviously yeah it's um it's definitely different than anything that you have experienced in the past Definitely. Okay. Dude, how, how do you think my Gabzuka shotgun's going to do? You think uh, I'm going to get a few tags? If you use it in the right spot of the arena, yeah, you will. it will be extremely effective. There is no oh. really wide open space. Like um, I know, and that's that's what I think that this shotgun you like will really thrive in is the fact that there's no wide open space. Yeah, it's, uh, it's all really tight and close. So, um, yeah, Gabzuka will be a great one-shot, um, especially yeah. if you use it in the right area. Like, you know, down on the lower level, like kind of under where the upper level is, there's, you know, some corridors that are some tight, tight twists and stuff. And that would that would really be super effective if you catch a uh, a group of zombies in there. You know, like now, now that I can sling it, I don't have to you know, like fire it immediately. I can, you know, like I can stand to wait a few seconds or wait, you know, like wait a few minutes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see how it does. Hopefully no one uh, runs into it and I core sample them. Because <laughs> uh, there, there's just exposed pipe. Perhaps some orange electrical tape around it. Nobody will notice. <laughs> I mean, it's electric green, so I hope people will notice that anyway. You'll be fine. Also, you know how I was asking about you know, like using a laser pointer or stuff like that for a site. Yeah. Uh, so I then you know, like I have one, but like it, its batteries were dead, and I'm just like, oh, I'll, I'll get like a new, I'll get a new you know, like laser pointer site, and I got it, and uh. It's definitely too strong. Oh no! It, yeah. So it's a green laser. Didn't know that when I bought it. Uh, Not necessarily. I can probably, thing. I can probably see it like a half a mile away. Oh, it's one of those. Okay. Yeah, it's one. It's one where it's just like I probably, I don't know if it's legal to own. Oh jeez! How much did you so, pay for it? Uh, like ten dollars. 
Wow. A worrying small amount of money. Wow. That's that's kind of so crazy. I'll bring it. I'll show it to you. It's it's cool. And it's like not that big too. It, like it definitely would fit on the top of the blaster. Yeah. Interesting. But uh, I think right now I have Gabzuka. I'm bringing the Liberator because uh, we had talked and you said like we might have a pistol round. So that's going to be my pistol. Uh, then my Spamf and Basic. Yeah, I'm going to bring definitely bring the Basic this time. And uh, I wanted to run. I got the Striker, the new Darts on Striker. I wanted to run yeah. that with the Out of Darts 130 cap in it, but I'm getting 140 to 150. Huh. What does it hit out of the box? It, 150 to 160. Really? Yeah. Wow. So I don't know what changed between the Nexus and the uh, Striker because they both seem like that that part is the same. But maybe uh, the spring load changed. Maybe. And you know, the other thing is, I'm using or I was using Adventure Force Pros, which I have heard hit a little bit higher. I should test it with um, Worker Gen threes and see what that comes out because I bought some glow in the dark Worker Gen threes for Saturday. Cause that'll be fun. Oh, I forgot. I also did get stuff for a bit. For so a... you got, you guys will see that. <laughs> oh boy. It's, it's not like, it's not like a big bit, but it's just like, it's funny. Yeah. Wait, how hot was it in there? Is it going to be like crazy it's, it's hot? A, no, it's cool. It's, oh, it's, awesome. it's not bad. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually pretty cool in the laser tag rain. So, but yeah, we're looking so forward I... to it. It's uh it's going to be fun. We're going to have a big crowd. It sounds like, um, we've had yeah, a lot a of SVPs. Um, I'm starting to get a little nervous um, about uh, what we're seeing with COVID. We're definitely going to have to keep an eye on that. And I don't know. There might be a last-minute decision to, to require masks for everybody, which I know. And I, think, I think people attending will understand and be fine with it. I hope so. Um, I mean, I, it's not at the point right now where I would make that decision, but if things keep going the way they are, then... Uh, yeah, I mean, let me, let me look up the numbers real quick for Michigan. I mean, and I guess, I guess if all the players are vaccinated, although I know that there's going to be at least a couple of kids that aren't, um, you know, I got one person that's bringing a couple of 10 and 11 year olds. So, uh, I mean, in the last few days, it's still pretty low. So who knows? All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. Um, but yeah, second C13 down. We've got, um, you know, our early bird sticker. I've got to cut them all out. I've got them printed. Um, was designed by my friend Dan because his day job is, uh, you know, at a print shop, graphic design type stuff. Uh, I think I teased that uh, recently in the uh, show off channel. Oh, was that what the, uh, was that what that hashtag free stuff was? Mm, did I do hashtag free stuff? No, 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 no. That was, um, uh, I'll talk about that in the next episode. I was okay. Else. Uh, no, it, I think I just showed it in. Oh, maybe I showed it in the SDNC chat. Um, let me check. Scrolling, scroll wasn't there. Then I guess it was our chat. Uh, scrolling, 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 scrolling. Man, our our show off chat is busy. Really Ma happened. Imagine what it would What's be like if we allowed talking in there. That that's why we don't. <laughs> uh, Real. So I'm bummed. I was gonna get um a cheetah v2 but you know like i i talked to out of darts customer service and they're just like oh we'll get it in in like by the end of the week and that was like two weeks ago uh yeah because you pulled the trigger on one but then it ended up being the mark one right yeah and it's like who the fuck wants the mark one the mark one sucks well what's the difference uh one of them is mag fed oh the mark one is not okay the mark one is not gotcha 
So how does it load then? Is it single front load? Yeah, it's it's you need a ramrod. Huh. Um, okay, I lied. Uh, I found it. It's in the Dart Talk show off, but it's uh, the guy that designed it, Dan. Uh, it's Gunther. Uh, shared it. Oh, okay. Yeah, anyways. Yeah, Alex is right. The Mark One is rival, but they do sell a kit to make it uh, like darts. But for that, like it, you do just ramrod it. Ah. So it's like bad. It's like 2002 technology. <laughs> gotcha. Well, yeah, Z13 should be interesting. We'll have uh, a lot of people. We've got some uh, friends that we haven't seen in a while coming up, so that'll be cool. We've got uh, some new game types that we're going to see how they shake out in that arena. Uh, some new props. And uh, I'll finally actually get to put my basic through the test. I guess I should charge up a battery and just make sure that everything is good after replacing that pusher motor. Because I haven't actually done that yet. Like, I I, I tested I it, but I don't think the battery be, was fully charged. This might be, like, the first time I'm actually using the basic. Like, in, like, an actual, like, event. Because we, we tested it in your in your basement, and I don't think I used it in any backyard wars. Yeah. But if there's a place for it to shine, it's it's this. Yeah, QCB. Yeah, and, and I think that uh, one of our other hosts is going to be bringing something to show off for the basic, uh, hopefully, if he can get his filament on the stick. He's been bitching about that all day. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, how did you, did you not know that this is just what filamentum does? I so he asked me if I've ever had issues with filamentum, and and the truth is, I've only ever printed with filamentum once, and it was wood fill, and uh, yeah. I kept, I like, I ended up never finishing a print with it because the filamentum wood fill is so brittle that my enclosure would snap the raw line when the print head went all the way over to one side or the other. I, I've tried filamentum and it's just it's never stuck. Like I returned it because it, it just never stuck. Which is weird because filamentum is supposed to be such great stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I, I still have half a roll of that wood fill. Maybe I should play with it some more. Yeah, I've still got so much filament. Like uh, another roll of that rainbow filament that I used, just because I got it for my birthday and then I just never because I, I still wasn't through with um the first roll I had. Yeah. Changing the nicknames of our uh, our bots oh we got boom tech yeah i like that i like that they're one and two well and i also have them color coded so the the number one is blue and so the microphone line coming out of the zoom has a piece of blue electrical tape and then it also has a piece of blue electrical tape on the headphone jack end and then the computer has a piece of blue electrical tape on it where the headphone jack is uh-huh. huh just so that, like, if I'm trying to figure out where, um, you know, noise or, or feedback is coming from, I can, you know, quickly tell which one's going where. I like that. Yeah. So just quickly helps me. I, I'm a huge fan of color coding. Like, everything I do, like, I, <laughs> you should see the marker roll I carry in my work backpack. It's got colored highlighters, colored sharpies, colored dry erase, colored wet erase, so that I can color code no matter what I'm doing. I'm a huge dork like that. So I'm I'm sitting here looking at the gobzooka, and do you remember when I got this gobzooka? And you cut, this was cut the wrong handle this, off. Yeah. No, it was for the first mod party we ever did. Yeah, you cut the wrong handle off. I did. Yeah. Quite honestly, I think it looks better this way. <laughs> no, yours looks fine. It looks good. Yeah, it definitely doesn't look like a gobzooka anymore. Nope. But God, the haunts. I, I primed this 
Like at the beginning of the episode, should we see if it still held its seal? Sure. Sounded like it did. Yeah, that's uh, it's working just fine. I'm excited that you know, like I'll get a better opportunity to try it out. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how it does and how how many shots does it hold? Um, I think we can get it up to thirty five. Yeah, you realize that is going to be a one and done. Like you're not going to have the ability to duck down something. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I I don't plan to use it again. All right. Like that's that's my like oh shit option. Yeah, I, I don't. And know I found that. out that the way I'm slinging it, I can just grab the handle and I can just angle it with one hand. So gameplay last time was really frantic. I like I I know myself. I wouldn't think to sling that up in an oh shit moment where I got multiple targets in front of me. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't we'll really see. carry secondary blasters that are intended to be used in situations like I have my primary. I have the spamf in case the primary goes down because it takes the same magazines. And then when I run out of ammo, I have my hammer shot so that I can scavenge. That is that is Tim's strategy in a nutshell. I don't know what my strategy is. It's kind of run. <laughs> you're a runner, definitely. You're, you're our speed demon. You know, I've never actually been one of the demons. Maybe we can fix that this time. That'd be fun. Yeah, we'll see. Anyways, well, we bet at it. Yeah, I guess once I... Uh truncate the silence this will be down to like 20 minutes we can go for another 10 i mean that's, minutes a, that's a fine yeah, episode let's let's, nice quick let's, one. let's take it another 10 minutes or so um, okay what uh what what's uh game type for z13 that you want to see come back that we haven't done yet oh um i mean it, it's definitely not viable here but i really like a mid uh, midnight clearing so i've honestly been thinking about that and and maybe before or after a match you and i can walk the arena um I just I don't think it's gonna be viable in this I, kind of area. So like it really I, it needed a big area. I think we could do it. I really think we could. Um because there's the upstairs and there's only two ramps to the upstairs. So if you okay. if you start the zombie horde coming out of the the staging area and then you have the um the zombies build their cover um or the humans build their cover like going up the ramps and stuff i i think it's possible uh we definitely would have to bring in our own cover which would mean bunkers and stuff yeah um let before we leave on saturday um well we'll let, scout it out let, yeah let's talk about that out in the arena and maybe Actually, i know i know alex was saying that like ttt wasn't the best there but i still would like to try out ttt there yeah it, it wasn't bad like i don't think people were just like this sucks um it just, it was confusing because it was, we were too spread out. We were too thin and nobody really knew what was going on. So it was more chaotic than we were even used to. Like, like I said on the last episode, I really thought that um, having the twists and turns would make for some, some nice covert stuff. Um, but, uh, so yeah, should, just should I bring a flashlight? Is it like dark enough where I would need a flashlight? I, I would say you won't need one. Won't need one? Okay. Should I bring one just to be safe? You can bring one if you want. I don't think you'll need it. Um, okay. I don't know, maybe. I, like, I don't think we're going to play as many games with the house lights on uh, that like we did last time. I think most of them will be um, with the game lights on because um, then we get fog and lasers and music too. Okay. But bring it and see. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a small flash. I just have to toss it in the bag. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm able to put all my gear in one bag this time. I'm very happy about that. I got like mags, ammo, my vest, and everything in one bag. Yeah. Except the gobzooka. Just, that's just because that's too long for the bag. 
I'm I'm debating on whether or not I'm going to pack light. Like, I might just run a drop leg with my 18, my curved 18s in it, rather than go full vest. Um, I'll have to move my hammer shot over, though, if I do that. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be fun, and uh, we'll definitely have a uh, a debrief for everybody after Z13. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, we're about to record another episode, so we'll probably talk a little bit about prepping for Z13 in that episode too but uh well we can wrap it up tom you got any shout outs um not really i haven't really done anything hobby related or talked to anyone hobby related about the hobby recently okay so uh, i'm gonna give a shout out to gsp just being a quality all-around guy and shout out to our buddy brandon uh like i i I don't even know how long ago it might be two years at this point um i had asked him i was going to commission him to make me a sock vest like a vest I could just put Velcro socks on and huck them off. And somewhere I could you know, like keep patches because at that point I didn't have a good place. And uh, you know, like then COVID happened, he he moved and I figured, you know, like, oh well, like that's that's fine. Don't really need it anymore. And then uh at fuck, where was it? Was it where did it go? Oh at uh, Ohio. He uh he like walks in with this grocery bag and it's it's the vest I'd asked for. So uh shout out shout out to you, Brandon, for making me that vest. It's pretty it, nice, bud. It's a very unique print, isn't it? The, the, oh, it's the it's like Uniqua from the backyard again. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a big fan. It's it's a good one. I don't know if it's sadder that you requested Uniqua or that I I, knew. I didn't. That's the thing. Oh, okay. Because it just happened to be a nice coincidence. He pulled, I think I requested a uh, pink. Yeah, he pulled it out, and I immediately went. He skinned Uniqua. Yeah, I don't. What's Uniqua supposed to be like? A ladybug. Uh, I don't know. Uh, she's, I think she's a Uniqua. It's fair. Uh, yes. Let me see here. I didn't even have to finish typing it. People have asked this before, apparently. No uh, one knows what she is. Uniqua is the protagonist's backyard again. She is the only character who appears in every episode. She is a one-of-a-kind, unique creature, hence her name. The series uses Uniqua for both the character and her species. Huh. Okay. All right, well, let's take this one home. Oh, I got to give a shout out, don't I? Uh, oh, my shout out's going to be to uh, uh, Taylor. Um, uh, what does he go by? Pinaffy? What's that Pokemon? The little per, uh, blue elephant? Fampy. Fampy, yeah. Um, he hosted a, uh, another one of those church wars, and it was pretty fun. So, and I'll oh, talk, nice. I'll go into more detail in the full episode that we're about to record, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time. So shout out to Fnampy. All right, everybody, we'll uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Uh, for Tom and Tim, this is another episode of Detroit Dart Talk in the bag. Oh, uh, hashtag free stuff. Give us free things. Free things are fun. <laughs> Fuck around and find out. I'll talk about them. She does look like a ladybug, uh, though. Yeah, I thought she was just a ladybug. I thought she was just a pink ladybug. I mean, there's a blue penguin. The blue penguin is Tyrone? Pablo. Pablo. What's Tyrone? Because I know Tyrone's one. A moose. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> uh, the trials of being a father.